So, this is my idea of an ideal night out. Okay. 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 So, at around 6 p.m., 7 p.m., you know, you, you throw in the text around like, oh, who's going out tonight? Who's going out? You find out, okay, well, my good friend's going out. Um, two other people. Okay, cool. Oh, what's happening? Oh, we're going to someone house, someone's house first for pre, pre-drinks. Okay, cool. What time? Okay, uh, 8 p.m. Okay, fine. So that's pre-drinks, fine. So I have a power nap. Love a power nap. So I have half an hour power nap. I, I set my alarm. Then I get up and I have a nice shower and stuff. And I, you know, hopefully if I don't have a shirt, I iron a shirt. You know, I look good, you know. I look great. Great jeans and a nice top back in the day. <laughs> so then you go to the house, you know, and then you meet up with these people. Maybe there's just like three of them. You have a few drinks, have a laugh, put on some like camp music, you know, G-A-Y remixes, things like that. That'd be amazing. And then you... Uh, hit the bar not a club like you hit a bar at about 10 maybe so you go to the street or something like that yeah and um okay so brackets though in this scenario i am in my 20s and i'm single okay cool um this is not a 40 year old one year old man that was the four word exactly <laughs> you're in your 20s you're single exactly late 20s say you know and then so you're with your friends and you're having a great time but like you're also you're all single so you're also like in way in ways wingman for other people. So if there's someone in the bar that you're all interested in, you can kind of like you know chat and stuff like that. Because what I think is weird is like if I if I, I like what I used to do all the time is if I was out and I was interested in someone, I would just obviously shut it down because I was with my friends. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a shame because obviously in the films they don't. They just like meet people, chat to them, so and then like you then like your friends like go go like in all in the R and B music videos like oh you met someone honey go go like you know, get to live know your this life. So then like you chat to them, the dynamic, or you're flirting, it's great. Maybe you have a little dance. Maybe you do a nice night walk somewhere, you know, like the city lights or something like that. Up to Colton Hill. <laughs> no, nothing like that. And Getting then you go to back a night. To but then it would be fun to go back to a nightclub where your friends are then there. So you hook back up with your friends with this guy. You know what I mean? And you all have a nice fun night together and stuff like that. Maybe you roll in at like two or three. Maybe you don't. You've Maybe achieved you all that in three hours. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Maybe maybe you get now. back to the uh, flat, not maybe an after party flat at like five a.m. or something like that, you okay. know. And uh, you're all chilling out until like ten a.m. stuff like that. Like sex doesn't need to happen on the first night, obviously, you know, because you're still with. But but that, I think that'd be that's my idea of a fun connected time. That's cute. But it doesn't really happen like that, does it? No. No, I mean, I don't go out very often, but I've never had a night at work go like that. Well, I, I guess it did in Australia for me in my 20s because clubs and bars didn't get... Um, and we've Busy talked about until this. 1am. Yeah, we yeah, talked about saying. this in the first series. Um, series one is available now. Um, but uh, yeah, and so you wouldn't go out, you know, even to a bar until like 11 or 12 you know, because the, the nightclubs didn't get busy till 2 or 3. I think it's changed now. Yeah. But excuse me, <clears throat> frog in my throat. But so you're going for a little drinky poo tonight. I'm going for a wee drink. So how do you predict it's going to happen? Um, so how do I predict it's going to happen? Right, so I'm going to head up to the street uh, probably for just after 10. I'm going to have maybe one or two drinks in the street. Then I'll probably move down to Planet Bar. Yes. I like Planet Bar. I just feel so comfortable there. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger thinking that um, it was maybe a little tacky for lack of that's a better okay. word but I think that's why I love it yeah I just feel like 
when I, so when I remember when I was at high, uh, not high school, when I was at uni, and I went through a phase of just loving the hive, and I loved the hive because I felt like I could go there, rock up in my jeans and my t-shirt, and nobody cared, and I could just relax and have a good time. Whereas if I went out on George Street, it felt yeah. so much more pretentious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like Planet is the hive version of the gay bars. Like I can just go yeah. have some fun and not be too worried about being judged, and that's a good place to be. That's my comfort zone. Yeah, I don't think uh, as as a scene, if you're out uh, as we don't need a high-end, slick, chrome-looking bars with dim that. lighting. No, you want you want some like fun music. Camp. You want to be able to also people watch. I want camp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what you want when you go out. You and know? that's what I think's almost. And I used to really like Cabanas, but then they did it up, and it Cabanas, was Cabanas. Which one's that one? Right, it's kind oh, of built yes. into the playhouse. Oh, it's just too busy there. Like, there's nowhere to stand. So I I even worked there for a wee bit during like just kind of at least you had somewhere to stand. <laughs> right behind the bar. Um, <laughs> I worked at Pride and everything. That was hilarious. No, but they've done it up recently and it is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, it's beautiful. But for a night out, for me now, it's very white and it's very bright. Mm. And I just, I'm like, I do not need to see people under this much lighting and I don't need to see these many mirrors. I need something a bit dimmer for a night yes. out. It just... It kills the lighting and CCs like the dentist. is good. Yeah, that's true. Feeling about the dentist, the lighting in CCs is good, and that's where I would end up. Just before one o'clock, I'll head up to CCs just to try and beat the rush. And are you? Do you often have like one eye out in case you meet the one? Oh, I'm always, I'm always on the prowl. Like I'm always prowl. Okay, yeah. come on, can we have a better yeah. word than prowl? No, absolutely not. I'm a tiger. <laughs> Um, no, I, I think I'm always on the lookout. Snake. Always on the lookout. Mm-hmm. I love chatting to strangers, regardless of whether it's who it is. I love chatting what, to strangers. What and questions do you ask? So if you met me in a bar and like we're standing, we're waiting and we're not up. getting served for ages and you look at me like, you know, I give the, the eye roll like, oh, we're not being served for ages. Oh, they're mm-hmm. not giving us any attention. What would you say to me? How big is it? <laughs> <laughs> How big is it? Can no, I feel it? No, um, I don't know. I think I would just, uh, so I wouldn't, I would never really instigate a conversation like that. I'd hate a cold conversation. No, it's I not need, though. Well, I've, I've given you, clearly I've given you eye contact. But like, oh. uh, any more than that. So it'd be much more like. Oh, wait, talk to me. If so, No, but it'd be more like <laughs> if somebody like bumped into me or if somebody's like, if we were like putting our drinks down at the side of the table, oh, can we pop our drinks down here for a minute? Then, yeah, and then just chatting to someone. And they put or, a bit of like, you know, like rape drug in there. Oh. Oh. You took it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reality. To be fair, I'm you don't just leave drinks around bars. I'm six foot six. It would take enough trying to put down an elephant. Come at me. (laughs) (laughs) Try it. (laughs) Um, No, I just think it would would be much more natural. I would never. Yeah, I don't. I don't pre. I don't think I could pre think like. It needs to be more natural than that. I don't know. I don't. Mm. Do you think the apps is kind of? Kill the the kind of pickup line thing. Do pickup um, lines really work? But the work? apps have been around since I was. Since <laughs> I was. Well, no, but since I was old enough to go out drinking. I suppose. Yeah. So I've never been in that scenario where it's really been a pickup culture in yeah. bars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, God. More. So I like, predate the internet. Like I said on the last episode, like I've, uh, people came up to me and started a conversation, and be like, "Oh, I've heard you on the podcast." Mm. So that's cute. That's but then so similarly, nice. I think before that, it'd be like, "Oh, I've seen you on." X, Y, or Z. The news. Yeah, or did we not match on Tinder last week type of thing? Do you know what I mean? So, oh, I say, of course. Like, and I think that's that's fine. Because I, if, I, if I was talking to someone on an app and then happened to see them out and, know, and you know when you lock eye contact and you know that they've seen you and you've seen them type of thing, if they then like turned around How or something, 
and didn't come over or start a conversation, but then messaged you the next, oh, they're well within the rights to see you in person and go, oh, someone takes a good photo. But if they then message you, they'd be like, oh my God, it was good to see you outside. Or like, I saw you out in the club last night. It's like, come over. Yeah. Come and say hello. That was your opportunity to come say hi. Yeah. yeah. Why would you not do that? Mm. Because a premeditated let's meet for a coffee has so much more anxiety laced in it than just bumping into someone in a bar and being like, oh, it's you. I think that's so much more natural. And I love that. Have the confidence. Go over, find your crush and go say hello. Words from Mark. So, so. This <laughs> is the boy who's never had a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly my tips are working. So, okay. So what's your, it's like, what's that film? Is it Miss Congeniality? Like, Fucking love just, Miss Congeniality. Like, describe your perfect date. April 3rd. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your, what's your. Idea of a perfect date. Yeah. Um. I would... So you've chatted... Okay, let's uh, so be real here. You clearly have chatted, chatted at length on an app. Yeah. On an app. I would you've exchanged to, I dick would pics already, to... so there's no mystery. No, because... So that's the thing. If I was planning on... So if I was, was talking to someone on an generalization. app... Yeah, if I was talking to someone on an app, I would probably, within the first couple of chats, classify them as someone who is a potential person that I would want to date... Or someone who I don't maybe think that there is a great emotional connection there, but I do think it's really hot. Hot. So I would I would quite like some physical act. Hot, right? hot, hot. And they would do they get, have a wrestling outfit? Right. Have you got a lycra singlet? <laughs> Are you into leather? Are you Daddy Bottom Bear? Daddy Bottom Bear is here. Um, <laughs> that's ladies looking online if you'd like to go for it. And um, yeah, so I would very much classify people. And if that's someone that I don't see myself dating, but see myself fornicating with then the chat would probably be very straightforward of in course, that way yes. and an exchange and and an exchange and pictures maybe exchanged etc yes, yeah right. just up front like just like oh. what are you very much like what are you into right um if it was somebody that i was looking to date then i wouldn't exchange nude images okay because i just think that that's unnecessary if no, i want to date you i want to get to know who you are mm-hmm. i don't necessarily need to know whether you're circumcised or not do yeah, you know what I mean like, of, course, of course it's just not it's, that's not that's not my priority but for some people it is and there's no judgment there I'm sex positive you do you um, so date wise I would need to plan it because I like to be in control I would probably want to pick the person up and go and do something probably outdoorsy I don't mm. want to go for a meal in a bar I don't want to put any kind of financial burden on people because mm. I feel like that's presumptuous and I would, I wouldn't like it if somebody did that to me. Like if let's I was talking go to the someone, witchery. Yeah, if so, if I was talking to someone like, oh, let's meet for cocktails and Lady Lady Libertine, I'd be like, I mean, it's a Wednesday. I've got more kitchen. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's just not. It's just yeah. I think it's a bit presumptuous. So uh, probably so right. Pick them up. Um, I'd probably just do my jet, my normal Saturday or Sunday routine, but just invite them along. Um, maybe like take them out to a wee bakery that I like out in the countryside. Nice. Take them for a wee walk along the beach. Have a because this bakery does like insane savoury croissants, like stuff with like cheeses and Gorgeous. salamis and stuff. Where's so, is that? Is that um, East Linton? Lovely. Yeah, and then do a nice walk along like uh, a beach with the dog. Because if they don't like the dog. It's kind of a deal breaker because yeah. the dog. I mean, he, I, I don't like he's the dog, but you. he's here now. Do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> of course can't do much about him. Um, <laughs> and I always think you can, and I also think it's interesting. I think when you first meet people, I think the way that they interact with animals and the way that they yes, interact with it. people that are working in any form of service industry is a big tell. Yeah, and it can be a red yeah. flag. Yeah. So, like, how do they order their coffee? Like, how do they talk to people? Are they courteous? Just yeah, because yeah. actually. 
Did they have manners? Yeah, we've spoken about this before, but it's like, actually, you, there might be someone in your life, you're like, actually, this person's not a very nice person. I know that from my experience. But someone out there likes them. Yeah. Do you I mean, they put their best foot forward for someone. Yeah. But it's, so they're, whoever you meet that's new, they're always going to try their best with you. But it's good to see them, how they interact with you. Anyway. Yeah. So you're, you're doing your walk. Grab a couple of nice pastries, go for a nice beach walk, see how it progresses. If it's going well, then maybe go back, go to like a little country pub, grab a pint. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. That's probably my idea. So of my good, question good Sunday is, afternoon. absolutely. So obviously they're not over the limit, so they can still drive back. No, but like go back and then go to a little pub. So like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, town or. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, just and, something cute, quaint. And would you then like do the whole thing like that evening? Would you say, "Oh, it was nice seeing you today"? And no. No. Would you? Or do you leave it two days? I would. It would depend on who sent the last text message within the conversation. Mm-hmm. So if I've texted them or if I organize that and texted the message, if they then text me being like, oh, it was really good to see you, I would then reply, blah, 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 and we'd continue the conversation. If I had texted them before the date, maybe like confirming plans or something for that morning, and then they didn't then send another text after the date, I wouldn't then send more texts. I would never double text. Oh, wow. Okay, yes, that makes sense. I feel sense. like it has to be a 50-50 situation there. Because okay. actually, it's also, I think, sometimes you go on a date and it just doesn't click. And then yeah. having that person then continue to message you i think where it does click and when you know sorry i just bumped the mic um is when you don't want to say goodbye at the end of the date yeah when it, when when an hour date turns into a coffee turns into a yeah, drink turns into kind a of, whole evening just, yeah. yeah you just there's that gorgeous friction and have you ever seen weekend yes of course oh the gay yeah. film oh yeah, so that lovely. that's like that's like the hookup that turns into a whole weekend yes it's lovely. and it's just beautiful and um, I was actually, so I was out um, on a date recently, um, someone that I'd been on a couple of dates with, and um, we were talking, and um, I was talking about how much I love rom-coms and stuff, and they were like, yeah, but you are a romantic, and it, I got very defensive, and I don't know why, I almost felt like a slur, like, oh, like, <laughs> like you're romantic, oh, you're one of those, Um and I think I am. Yeah. I'm this weird. I, 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 and I think that's, yeah, that's probably why my date's quite a kind of like, I think at heart, I'm a bit of an old romantic and I love romance. And I would want, if I was dating someone with the intention of it being a long term thing, and I think if you're dating someone thinking this might last a week, then you're probably in it for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone goes on a date, you're dating someone thinking that actually I could date this person. Like, this person's yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, and I think I would want those dates to be romantic because that's the kind of relationship that I would want. However, <laughs> I'm also <laughs> terrified of commitment and therefore probably self-sabotage that. Oh, no. Oh, do you know, do you know what's hilarious? So I had a conversation. I So bumped into someone at Delf that I hadn't seen for a long time. Someone that I, ha- I used to hang out with years and years and years ago. And uh, then they messaged me the next second day, like, oh, it was good to see you, blah, 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 we should catch up. And I was a bit like... Yeah, okay, we could catch up. And then we spoke a couple of times after that and they made some funny statements about my behaviour at Dilf, being like, yeah, you seemed quite erratic, blah, blah, blah. Which felt a bit, it was a bit red flaggy to me. So I was like, why are you trying to make me question? Like, I'm like, it was a night out and I was drunk. Yes, like, oh on, like, God, I'll behave exactly. I'll behave. But I don't know why you're bringing this up now, like three weeks later, like you need to calm down. Um, anyway, I was like, yeah, well, he was like, oh, let's let's hang out, let's catch up. I was like, cool, we can grab a coffee, I'll walk the dog one night, I'll catch you after work. And then when we're firmly in the pants, I was like, yeah, so where are you? We can get a coffee. He was like, oh, but Drag Race is on that night. And I was like, are you trying to invite yourself to my house? Yes. 
And I was like, okay, well, we can, okay. We can watch Drag Race then, that's fine. So, I ended up having to go and pick him up. And then, right. Yeah. And then brought him back. Um, having a chat, playing some Mario Kart. The dog was there. Can the dog just sit on the floor? Just, if he's on the sofa, he's just a bit, you know, just a bit dog smelly. And I was just like, you're in my fucking house. Like, the dog can sit Absolutely. So I was just like, you're just a bit entitled and a bit rude. Then um, I was like, well, we need to sort some food. What are you fancy? I don't know. We could just order something. And I was like, so I'm going to order us something. So then order some dinner for us. Um, and and then it was that thing where I almost clicked to my head and I was like, this is why we don't hang out. Mm-hmm. Because I sussed out that you were a bit of an entitled prick like seven years ago. And I kind of forgot that. Yes, and um, he was just asking about like dating. I was talking about how I was... Um, he'd seen me at Delph with someone and he was like asking how that was going and stuff. And, um, he, he made a comment about me like wanting, being always being a bit like romantic and being a bit like love, whatever. And, uh, he then made this comment where he was like, yeah, but you're just like, you just seem a bit like off. Like you're just a bit like self-sabotage and like you want it, but you just want to ruin it for yourself. Then what he said to me was, you're like a pregnant mother who's already writing her baby's eulogy. Wow, this guy has thought this through, or he's quoting some film or something like that. And then he then wanted me. So this was on. So he then before this, he'd asked me to drive him to his friends back in Edinburgh. So this time I've driven across Edinburgh to pick him up, brought him back to my house, and I'm driving him into Edinburgh. Stone cold sober. Stone cold sober, having bought him dinner, and on the way he's like, "Yeah, you know, I want us to be friends, but I just, I don't know, I just can't work you out." And I'm like, "You don't need to work me out." Like up until this point, like I was having an okay night, but you're really starting to piss me off. Yeah, this is an audition. And then he made the whole comment about being like a and I was like why are you just like this psychoanalyst bullshit like yeah. I don't need it like no. I'm quite like I like me I'm fine if you think I'm too self-deprecating or if I'm a bit love lo- I don't care like I'm, no, I'm you, having a lovely time like I'm loving my person- fantasy babes. at least you have a personality you know oh, what I mean and so. you know, I was like yeah like, at least I'm not boring and mm-hmm. um, then what did he say so he said that thing about the, the baby and the eulogy and I was like well that's just Dark. Just weird. <laughs> weird. So weird. And um, then we're pulling up to his friend's flat and I was like, do you know, I think it's really funny that we're in this cycle of um, hanging out every seven years or so. And then we realised that we're just very fundamentally different people and it's such yeah. a bad idea. And then uh, hopefully hopefully, I'll remember it this time. <laughs> just like let him leave. I was like, okay, bye-bye to that. <laughs> yeah, you can't go oh, back there ever again. So, do you know what the red flag, big red flag was? He kept starting sentences with, I'm not gaslighting you, but... And for me, that's similar to, I'm not racist, but... Or, <laughs> I'm not gaslighting. I'm not homophobic. Yeah. That thing what would he say after that? Like, things... So, it's just like um, making comments to essentially make me feel bad and then judge me on the way I feel. It's like, no. gaslighting's a bit... It's just... This this guy is the definition of toxic. Super you know toxic. What I mean? Like he's yeah. trying to convince you that you're a piece of shit. A hundred percent. And I was just like, okay, but Mark, get how did you car. even get to exactly never get again? Never again. Yeah, I was God. so over it. You should like you should have a burn book like in Mean Girls. Right, like, so that I, I remember exactly because 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 that's the thing. Time does put a rose tint on things, and like, oh, maybe I weren't so bad, or maybe like you know, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, maybe they've changed. Nope, no, they're not changed. No, Still a cunt. Change. <laughs> people don't change. Uh, Sorry, dropping C bombs. Probably shouldn't have done that. No, no, no. I um, 
<laughs> I remember the moment that I realized Arthur, was, uh, we, we are not romantic at all, Arthur and I. And uh, we sometimes I'll find ourselves, you know, at like, we'll be somewhere in like Australia, like at a, when the last time we went back for a wedding and it was lovely and we're having dinner and looking over, looking at this vineyard. And I'm like, this is a romantic scene, but it's not like we're acknowledging it. You know, it's very, it's very funny. We're not like that. It's like it's like when you see those like Instagram reels of like you know the point of view is the per- like the girls walking in a flowy dress and With she the puts her hand back. back and then oh my god cringe anyway anyway so we're not like that but I do remember so I don't know if you guys know how Arthur and I met but that's a, have we talked about that I don't know if we have. we talked about how you met on like your second day in Edinburgh and that was like just that yeah okay cool uh, so when the first time I was back at Arthur's house which was about. 25 minutes after meeting him I um, <laughs> you slut a few hours, you a few, a few hours after that a few red wines later um, Arthur's a big fan of uh, royal history and uh, I don't know anything about royal history but I do know that I loved the series of Helen Mirren uh, in Elizabeth I so the, with Jeremy Irons that was amazing and, and your then, Princess Diana Collage, obviously. Uh, so clearly, that's all I knew about royals. And uh, so then, at that point, Arthur then, uh, in uh, what do you call it, in succession, like w- w- said all the kings and queens from um, Elizabeth I to now Elizabeth II. And halfway through that spiel, I remember thinking, this guy is going to be my boyfriend. You know, like just because I've always gone for geeks of some description like my first guy boyfriend was an accountant my second one was a lawyer and then like this one is but are we not all geeks or something so it's not everybody a geek oh yeah i like but but yes i you're a geek about photography yes i suppose i am and lego and lego but like i guess i guess what i i love is when someone knows things about things that I know nothing about. A bit more obscure. Yeah, well, like the royal, obscure royal history geek. isn't obscure. I mean, it's, it's like, quite obscure. Is it? I think so. This is this is the queen collage. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm pointing at uh, pictures behind me of a queen. Black and white photos of Elizabeth II <laughs> at a coronation. <laughs> a uh, exactly above the rotting uh, portal. Living her uh, best life. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so there was that moment, and then I moved in with Arthur about four days later. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, and then we got engaged. Uh but that again, that was not romantic at all. Ugh. Because it was That just makes my heart warm though. I'm j- No, this- no, Mark, it Ugh. literally happened like this. We were having a conversation. I like you, you know, but I need to go back to Australia at some point in in six months' time. If we want to keep seeing each other, we have to get married. Okay. Well how what do we do that? Well, I think we have to apply for this, this, and this. Okay, we'll look at the website around that. How, how long have you been dating when you had this conversation? Uh about four months, five months. Oh Christ. Yeah. And like at one point I was sending an email. I remember this bit, and I was uh sending emails to someone back in Australia and I, I said I t- looked up to Arthur and he was washing up with marigolds on at the sink. And I said, uh, are we engaged? And he just turned to me with the marigolds on, with suds all over them. And he said, will you marry me? And I said, yes. And he goes, yes, we're engaged. And then turned back to the washing up. So that was my... <laughs> oh, that's... That was my romantic But I think that moment. is romantic. Though. <laughs> and I continued my email. Um, so everything's been... I mean, hello, that was like 14 years ago now. For 13, oh, see, I'm just, I'm just like terminally single, but I just worked my way through rom-coms. And I always think it's funny because... It's You'll like, never like... be Meg Ryan. Oh, that's a bit old. That, no, I like. That's a bit old, how dare you? <laughs> that was my generation of rom coms. So I work my way through. I work. So I like. Um, he's just not that into you. 
And then I watch How to Be Single. And then I watch... I don't know any of these. Oh my God, it's so good. And then I watch uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I know that one. And yes. then I watch um, Pretty Woman. Oh, my favourite. No, 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 my favourite yeah. film. And um, what's the last one? Notting Hill is sweet. Oh. Is that, was that, that, is that Richard Curtis? Hugh Grant. Yeah, so Richard... I just can't stand Hugh Grant. Really? Even in the, uh, like, uh, Sense and Sensibility, there's... Never seen ones. it. No, the periods... I don't like periods stuff either. You don't I like it. No. That's why I've not watched Downton Abbey. Oh, really? I feel more romantic... In those types of things, like, yeah. No, and do you know what's hilarious? Because and I, it's not even like I would go to mom and be like, "Come watch Pretty, Pretty Woman." And she's like, "No, but the Die Hard trilogy's on." Or let's watch Born Ultimatum again. And I'm just like, "Why do you love watching people get shot?" Like she's like, loves an action film, not interested in like a rom com. And I am all about the rom coms. Uh, would you try to set up a romantic moment? No, because I think I think a romantic moment can't be set up. Oh yeah. In the okay, so like, wait, hold up. So you know it's gonna be. Let's say you know it's gonna be a nice day, not too hot, and you're going for a nice hill walk somewhere, and you pack a picnic. Yeah, but I think that's practical. If you then no, happen to be sitting down at sunset and you took someone's hand, that's romance. <laughs> yes, maybe I'm not explaining it well enough. Um, okay, so I'm dinner at your house. Pleased. Where dinner at your house, but like you put things like candles and you do three courses and you make sure the house was clean and there's nice. Things, smelling things happening and like you know you set a mood you have music so you actually are organizing a romantic moment would you do that or you like come Make over we'll get a chinese no so we'll get a chinese another funny thing is so right i remember uh went on two dates with this other guy went on one date just grabbed a coffee in stockbridge went for a dog walk and then the second time i invited him around to get some food um, and I was going to cook for him. And I remember messaging him midweek and being like oh you're more of a starter or a dessert guy so i thought one course is a bit poor but i could do i could do be two courses and he went i don't see why we can't do i don't see why you can't do both and i was like all right <laughs> red flag and <laughs> um, <laughs> so ended up cooking so he wanted three courses yeah so they ended up cooking a meal for him and he came over and i was like um obviously it's like the second day if you want to drink you can stay there's a spare bedroom um if you don't want to drink you drive you're welcome to go but if you want to drink with me that's fine and he turned up to my house where he knew he was getting a three-course dinner with a bottle of Coke. Not even like a big bottle, like a one, like one and a half litre. Like not even the two-litre one, like one half litre bottle of Coke. If you're eating this pizza was, and garlic bread, fine. So it wasn't, it was steak. It was like steak and we had prawns Weird. to start. Weird. We came with a bottle of Coke and then didn't drink it. So just left this bottle of Coke and then started drinking the wine that I had. Said he wasn't drinking, but then had a glass of wine and then stopped drinking wine and then said he was going to stay anyway. And I remember him staying and he decided he wanted to stay in my bed. Oh. Stayed in my bed. Remember getting up in the morning, let the dog out downstairs. I tidied up a bit, went up, took him up a coffee, went back downstairs thinking, oh, I've given you a coffee. Like, that's about like, if I can get up. It's like half past 10 at this point. Stayed in the bed till half past 12. <gasps> Then appeared downstairs and went, oh, I've got to go and meet my sister. And then just left. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Red flag. Where am I meeting these Where people? do you meet these people, Fucking Mark? in Edinburgh. Odd. So odd. Are there many single gay guys in Edinburgh? Um, That's a ridiculous statement. Of course of there course is. Of course there are. Yeah. Of there is. Yeah, I maybe I'm saying my expert. I think yeah. Maybe no, no, I don't um, know. I think I think you're just looking for a relationship, and that's not weird. I don't even think I am looking for a relationship. I think there's part of me that would love a relationship, but there's part of me that that terrifies. And actually, I'm quite happy being alone. So there's much less chance of getting hurt. 
Okay, I get. So you're more terrified of being hurt, not yeah. terrified of a relationship. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, the the fear of being hurt is greater than the fear of being alone at this stage. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Deep. But time goes on anyway, as we, get, we said. We're getting before. super deep. Yeah, you know, session. like I mean, okay, maybe it's because the older I get, the less I care about what other people think of me, because uh, I shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here anyway. Okay, so this is a this is a thing. So this is something I, I tell myself. Like this sounds really deep and really dark. So as you know, I wanted to kill myself recently. Well, now going back a few years, and so I wanted to end it all. And um, and so now, whenever I find myself in a situation where I'm feeling terrified, like a jujitsu or something like that, and they ask me to do something with like some stranger. I think the thing that goes through my head is like, you shouldn't even be here. You should be dead. You know, as in this is like, this is a new chance. Like, and yeah. so it just takes the fear away from me. And sure. I just do the jujitsu or, or do, do the rolling or the movement. Or I ask the, this guy on Instagram who liked all my photos. Hey, if you ever want to collaborate, like, let's do it. And they book in. Like, I often think like before I send a message or whatever, you shouldn't even be here. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a mantra. Yeah, like like every every day for me, uh, it's like I I got through that depression, you know, and and everything was great. I was with Arthur, and you know, we're living here, and I was just exhausted. I think I, you know, looking back, I was just not setting boundaries. I was just letting people, i.e., work, you know, dictate my hours and stuff like that, and. You know, and it's it's just so suffocating. So yeah. you do when you feel out of control. Of course, the 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 most at the time I thought the only real control I had is if I lived or died. Yeah, you know that was the only everything else was decided for me. That's how I felt. That is bullshit. Now, obviously, I know that. I know that. And uh, and that's why like I'm so much more chill now. Even like uh, a guy I work with, um, and worked with in the last shop. Now we work in both shops. He was just like, "You've been so like weirdly chill lately." And I didn't tell him all this because I realized that actually, I've I'm so far healed from that darkness, and I'm not naive to think that it won't come back. But as long as I keep my boundaries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have my diary. Like, so if someone wants to catch up for a coffee or this, like, how long has this been a diary for? Oh, yeah. Weeks. Weeks, 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 weeks. That's me making sure I don't exhaust myself, yeah. you know, and I keep my boundaries. And do you know what I think is really positive? There are so many people out there, and we spoke about this before, that get themselves in bad situations but think that the world owes it to them to sort it for them. And they, the world owes them something. And no, take mm. control of your life yes because people will take advantage of you and, and you, you know what them, you know? and if they do it's kind of your own fault like take yeah. control of your life yeah absolutely. you need to take Own control it. yeah and that's what i had Work to do at the start it. of the summer and i just like actually i was really unhappy with myself so mm-hmm. i fucking did something about it i feel much better and now you got taps off at dilf taps <laughs> off taps off get me the leather daddies <laughs> Come on, boys. So, so guys, that was very serious and very deep. But we uh, might need to put a trigger warning at the start of this episode. Warning. We should actually. Yeah, I might. Actually. I think that'd be. I think that'd be sensible. Yes, of course. Yes. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, but I'm in. A, I'm in a wonderful place now. But that's one thing, and that's very dark. And Arthur hates me talking about it. But I think I have to normalize what I had went through. And we need to normalize men talking about emotions. Men, exactly. I don't yeah. want. I don't want. 
um, uh, I don't want to feel shame about it because I couldn't control what I was feeling. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, but yeah, so, but yeah, I will put a trigger warning. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm in a good place. Good. But you did that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that, absolutely. And that's, and I, that's only I could. Of. Only I yeah. could. As I said, like, you know, Arthur's so nice to me and my parents are nice to me and my friends are amazing. Um, so everything was good on paper. I just felt out of control. So I just I was like, right, that's it. Go take control somehow. Absolutely. Fair. So, yeah. I can, I can trick, I can track that logic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do we go? How do we end with the, on a high though? Like, because I, I, I'm in a great place. Like, you know, so. so. What's your favorite, what's your favorite joke? Um, uh, uh, what's my favorite joke? Oh my God. Shall I, t- t- shall I take my two favorite? And these are my two how favorites. Do you, how I, do you have a party on, how do, how, do, how do you throw a party on Mars? I don't know how to throw a party on Mars. You plan it. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. Right, do you want me to tell you my terrible jokes? Go right. on. There's two. For some reason, they're both pirate themed. Um, <laughs> but I like them because I get really into them. <clears throat> okay. Um, Ian, what is a pirate's favourite letter of the alphabet? Oh, God. What is a pirate's favourite letter of the alphabet? I'm going to have a guess. R. You think it'd be R, but no, it'd be the C. Oh my god, that's awful! <laughs> it's excellent, but you have but people automatically go R, and you go no. You think it? It's great. That's good, and you know you're so good at accents. Thank you, you know. thank you. <laughs> Do you know? I actually just got recently asked to audition for another show because I auditioned for one show that I talked about in season one, never got it. But I did my audition as pieces from everybody's talking about Jamie, which is kind of a Amazing. northern kind of yeah. accent, and um, this show also has a very similar accent. <laughs> the director was literally, well. We know you can do the accent, so yeah. you might as well. Like, That's <laughs> um, my other favourite joke is, um, what did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? Oh, their 80th birthday. I, matey. Ah, oh terrible. God, that's terrible. awful. It's so good, though. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll wrap Giggle. that one up. Ladies Giggle. and gentlemen, that has been uh, episode two of uh, series two. Mark, it was wonderful chatting to you. It's been a pleasure you go out and shake your tail for I'm going to shake the tail. I hope you meet the one shake, tonight. Shake, shake, I hope you are Meg Ryan tonight. Oh, my you know? God. Do you know what? I would love to have my own rom-com. <laughs> Maybe tonight's the wrong time. It'd be like prom. Fleabag for gay people. Get ready for episode three, people. I'll keep you up, up to date. <laughs> also, if you'd like to be my co-star in my rom-com, you slide into those DMs. Or, or you know, potential boyfriend, you know. You know oh, let's not push the boy. Like not, I've not had one. We'll, if, we'll not go there. If any of you could talk to Mark over a romantic candlelit dinner, that'd be nice. Don't bring Coca-Cola. No. Don't bring Coca-Cola. Bring a bottle of wine at least. At least, even if you're not drinking. Or like oh. chocolates, you know, chocolate. Even a, No, don't bring chocolate. I'm on a diet. But <laughs> oh, shut up. But like, if you're not going to have it, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's fine. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>